Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Greetings everybody and welcome back to the One Hope Lenten Season Podcast. This is James with you today, here just over the 50-yard line of our 40 days of Lenten season, and about two-thirds of the way through our reading of the book of Mark. Today's reading in chapter 9, verses 30 to 37, it conveys a, a story that is is like the second of three instances of the of kind of the same event that take place here in these chapters 8, 9, and 10 of Mark, which has a threefold pattern in each instance. That pattern is Jesus predicting his death and his resurrection. The disciples don't get it. And then they devolve into some sort of childish behavior and require some further instruction. Now, in this one, in chapter 9 here, Jesus really uh, kind of furthers the revelation of his true identity by using the title Son of Man to describe himself. And by this point, there really can't be a lot of doubt that Jesus is not an ordinary rabbi. He's just thrown out or cast out a demon from a boy that the disciples themselves could not cast out. And that had just followed on the footsteps of the transfiguration. So the disciples have got to be realizing, like, uh, this this is not some ordinary teacher. But yet, they still seem to be a bit confused. Now, kind of making this whole section of of these stories interesting is that on either side of it, there's an account of a blind person receiving sight, which is a kind of a a stark image going from blindness to sight. That's a pretty big, you know, literary clue there. Just as the blind are given sight, the disciples who are blind to Jesus's real identity are given sight eventually themselves, albeit a little bit gradually. So we have these three stories, three three instances of the same story, chapter 8, verses 31, chapter 9, verse 31, and chapter 10, 33, and 34. Now, in this particular instance, um, I think verse 32 really is, is the one that, to me, just stands out. He's just finished talking about, um, he's just finished talking about being delivered into the hands of men, being killed, and then raised, rising again after three days. And the disciples, they are confused. It says they don't understand and they're afraid to ask. And I think that's kind of an interesting way to put it. it we're, we're, we're kind of used to the idea throughout a lot of Mark by now that the knuckle that the disciples, at least in this part of his ministry, are kind of knuckleheads who just, they don't get it. They don't understand. Eventually, of course, they understand. They understand, you know, definitely after Jesus' death and resurrection come to pass and the Pentecost bestows the Holy Spirit, they sure understand it then. They go on to do great acts uh, as apostles and uh, found the church and convert thousands and thousands upon people. Uh, and tens of thousands of people to the faith, and they do so in the face of great persecution with what seems to be no fear for themselves. 
That's how confident they are. But here, early on, they're just not quite understanding it. <clears throat> um, but I don't think it's that they don't understand like what he, his words are. I, th I think they get, they, they hear him okay. And I'm not sure that they are hearing it as some kind of deep mystery, you know, or some sort of a mysterious, uh, you know, prophecy that is symbolic of something, because it's, it's a pretty straightforward statement. I think what they don't understand is, how could this, how could this be true of the Son of God? How could it be that this guy that we're expecting is going to show up and, and uh, defeat our enemies and restore our kingdom and drive everyone out before us and make them a footstool under our feet and all those other all those other images of uh of uh, god conquering his enemies instead jesus is saying no i'm gonna i'm gonna be handed over to the bad guys they're gonna kill me and then i'm gonna rise again after that so i think when it says they don't understand and we're afraid to ask they didn't want to ask because they didn't really want to probe this this idea. They'd heard it once and kind of didn't want to hear it. Now it's the second time, and they're still not really, I think, wanting this to be the case. They just don't want to know that much more about it because it's deeply uncomfortable. And instead, we see them now kind of get into this silly argument amongst themselves about who's the greatest uh, as they're walking along the road. And... It's a pretty humorous, I think, scene, at least as I envision it in my head when they get to the house and, and Jesus says, what were you talking about on the road? <laughs> kind of like, you know, a parent confronting a kid. Hey, what, what was that all about? What was going on there? And um, they're embarrassed and they don't want to say anything and they just kind of maintain their silence. And of course, Jesus does know what they're talking about. He's kind of called them out on it. And so then he starts to teach them to be the greatest, you have to be the least. The first must be last. And then he brings a child into the midst of them. And he has that great moment where he says, whoever receives a child like this receives me, and whoever receives me receives uh, God, or receives the one who sent me. And so this, this hugely powerful moment in which Jesus is basically saying, again, you know, it's that childlike faith in God that's really important here, and that's that's the lesson you need to focus on. So, uh, as you read through these passages today, think about um, think about this idea of um, hearing but not wanting to hear some hard things that God might say, uh, and um, and and opening up ourselves to that message. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for these passages and the lessons they teach us, that sometimes you have hard hard words for us to hear and that um, we should be open to that. We're thankful that even when we aren't, you are patient, you continue to teach us, you continue to bring us to know who you are, to overturn our expectations, and to show us that your way really is the better way, uh, that it's not a temporary earthly thing, but an eternal heaven thing. Thank you for um, your words and for uh, this Lenten season, for your death and your resurrection. We ask forgiveness of our sins in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great and uh, blessed weekend, everybody. And uh, 
enjoy the rest of the podcast.